Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. AD. Yo. It's the day before the day before. before. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Here we go. The 2020 season just about to kick off. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Plenty to get to on this show as we take a look at the Arizona Cardinals as they're coming to town. They're coming to the Field of Jeans, as my partner likes to call it, uh, week one, uh, September the 13th. So we'll, we'll break that one down. The, the weirdness of this week one. We'll, we'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take a look at the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, could, could he be an MVP candidate here in 2020? And also, any, any really pertinent matchups to watch uh in this one uh, as the Niners and the Cardinals will will battle it out here in week one but first this from the fine folks at bet online obviously well you know a, a lot of people are talking about you know what what are these scores going to be like you know what I mean mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and they don't they, they don't really they don't know where to put their money right should they, should they go over should they go under well those are questions they need to answer amongst themselves. I'm not here to give you those answers, but I am here to tell you that football is back, and you might not be at the games, but you definitely can get yourself a cardboard cutout to put there right there in Levi's, and you can also still be in on the action at Bet Online. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online, and there's always the online casino as well. It's never closes so head over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses again that's betonline.ag and sign up today bet online your online sports book experts and also find folks over at manscape ed well you know what more so than making a decision on whether or not you should bet the over or the under you got to figure out how to take care of your under as the weather changes right now. <laughs> i see you what know, you did there i you see, see what, what you did, right did there? there because i mean you know it's hot things have been changing 2020 has been crazy and you know you made it through the summer there was spontaneous combustion that i was telling everybody to try and avoid but now there's snow falling but just because snow's falling and you got to put a shoulder on your back, that doesn't mean that you need a lap sweater. And Manscaped is here to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience to make certain that you take care of that specific area. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to layer up, but you got to let your junk stay free and clear. It'll give you a better mindset as you move forward. And because we want to take care of you, the listeners of our show will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code Eric at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code E-R-I-C. It's 2020. We have fought through. It's football season. So take it by the horns and take care of your front trunk, okay? Make certain you do that. 
the lap sweater. The the use of adjectives is is just phenomenal. I mean, you you a never you never cease to amaze. Your, these manscape reads have become everybody's favorite part of the show, including yours truly here. Lap sweater. <laughs> never heard that. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm just trying to give you a visual. You understood. <laughs> I, I mean, I, did, did I not accomplish hey, that? I, I, you know? I mean, technically, this is radio. You got to you got to paint the picture for the people. There it so, is. I mean, That's uh, it. yeah, I I the I'm right there with is, you. You know, you, the audience you, is blind, man. You got to be the eyes and ears. You got to be the eyes and ears. Um, Niners getting ready to do action here coming up against the Cardinals on Sunday at the Field of Jeans. Um, obviously, some interesting things going up there uh, in, in the Bay Area. We're really all throughout the state of California. Obviously, thoughts and prayers, everybody affected by the fires up there. They had that orange yeah. sky up there earlier in the week. Um, the good news is the air quality um, was right right around in, in the 60s. Um, so if it gets up to 200, then the NFL will, will say, you know, you can't have any outdoor activity, any, any outdoor games or practices. So that will be something uh, to keep an eye on. Um, as far as the Niners having their eye on the Cardinals, how – how weird well uh, before i before well instead of saying it that way how much film did you have on an opponent going into week 1 uh, well it depends on who it is you're playing so if you're playing a divisional team with like the 49ers are doing you have all of last year's film uh yeah you're going to have cuz remember you game plan an offense or a defense but you play the player so now the thing that you can't do is uh, how is DeAndre Hopkins going to be used within this defense uh, you know what I'm saying? So things like that, that's what you have to look at. If you want to look at um, – if you want to flip it over to the defensive side of the ball and and start one – you know, any of the new pickups that they have there, you don't know how exactly how they plan on using them. But the film that I have is what you did last year. I'm not really going to pay – you know, if I had preseason, I'd look and see some of the things just to see how you're moving or every – things like that. But the Niners played them twice. You're going to look at what they tried to do successfully last year. Feel know that they're going to build off of, of it, but that's what you do. You prep for those games like that, especially when it's a divisional opponent. So that that's where you are right there. But you would it's, watch it's, the preseason film, though, right? Or oh, of course, of course, you're gonna, you're you're. I mean, you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not watching any. If I'm not watching everything that a person puts out there, shame on me. I'm cheating. I'm cheating my my teammates. I'm cheating myself. Uh, everything you want to know about a, a ball player, all you got, he'll tell you. Just watch the film. I, I know exactly who you are. It doesn't matter what you're trying to tell me. It doesn't matter what the media is saying. It doesn't matter what type of hype or lack thereof you're receiving. The film. I mean, that that that's who you are. That's why you know, like McPherson used to say, autograph your performance. You get to t- you get to write your name. Like this is what ED is about. This period. So I'm gonna watch everything that you put on film because. Um, that that's that's who you are, and guys guys are gonna play a certain way. They're a certain person, and it's not because it's preseason. Guys are gonna get out there and take take plays off, unless that's who they are. <laughs> so if I if if I see you taking plays off, then I know I can get you to take plays off against me. I can I can wear you down and get you to that point because that's the mindset that you have. So if you yeah. were if you were playing on Sunday, if you were suiting up, what what about all this? When you look at everything that's transpired, right, with the the lack of an off season and you know preseason games and, and the training camp um, adjusted to to which to to the way that it was this season, which a lot of mm-hmm. veterans love, right? They don't they don't want to ever go back to the old system the old way of doing yeah. things but yeah. if this were you 
um like what part of all this would would maybe i guess concern you the most going in, in into week one i wouldn't be concerned about any of it so you started us off by saying there was a lack of all season what happened did time skip i mean did we did we not go from um the last tick from the super bowl to now you lived out those days every nfl player actually had an off season <laughs> but what, 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 I guess what in terms of like preparation though, like in terms of you you preparing, I, you had that. You but but look, you had that. They just all went through camp. You so everything everything that you do up until that stuff. See, everyone always talks about OTAs and all this stuff. You know what that's called? Training. It's exercise. It's training. It's lifting weights. It's it's running. It's conditioning. It's all the stuff that they be that they did all the same things. The only difference is that they weren't allowed to do it together at the facility. Yeah, that's the only difference. They, every guy trained. Every guy got himself in shape. Every guy did all the same things that they normally would do. The coaches told them what they wanted to do. Um, guess what? The NFL survived for years without OTAs. It survived for years. <laughs> I came into the league. We didn't do that. People, believe it or not, the 49ers did. When I was there, we did not have an off-season conditioning program. We did not. Everybody trained on their own. Yeah, well, every, now every, guys get paid to come into the facility. Yes, and, and yes. Yeah. We didn't get we didn't get paid to do that. We were actually paying trainers to take to, to work with us. So now they get paid to show up. They they babysit the guys. They want them around, and that's what and that's all it is. It's not. And I, and I don't say that in a derogatory fashion towards the players. It's understand the a coach's worst fear, organization's worst fear, general manager uh, from, you know, administration all the way down. Their worst fear is free time for the players. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, I, their, I, that's a real thing. I can see that. That's that's a yes, real thing. Because because they know you give a ball player free time, he can he can possibly screw something up. So what they try to do is keep you in the building. So that's what the OTAs are. They're just trying to keep the guys around. So back to your question, everyone's training. Everyone's doing what they were doing. I'm going now. It's it, it's I went to training camp. You you know, OK, there are no preseason games, but that's OK. It's training camp. Nobody really cares about the preseason game anyway. You're going to go against some other guys and you don't really get as much out of it as people think. Reason being, you're not game planning. I'm just going out playing my basics. I'm not putting a guy. I'm not. I'm truly not putting players in position to actually show their best play. Well, that's the thing, right? A lot of coaches don't want to put anything on tape, right? Yes. So, well, no one does. So, so yeah. that's what I'm saying. So you're not game planning anything. So now, like I said, I can watch a guy and just look at his basic ability. So okay, just I still man coverage is man coverage, zone coverage is zone coverage. I can watch that. But now you're not utilizing the overall skill sets of all the guys because you're not game planning. So I'm going to watch the film, as you said. But how would I feel about this? I, I just went through camp, man. I'm prepped. I, I'm in shape. I'm I just going through. I've learned my offense, my defense. I've actually, because I didn't have any preseason games, you know what I've been doing? I've probably been preparing for the Arizona Cardinals since the first day of training camp. Yeah. I, I, I guess with me, it's just – I mean, I, I understand. Well, I don't want to say I understand, but there's this this thought out there. And I've, I've heard you talk about it as well. Just how you know these players are creatures of habit, and mm -hmm. a lot of that habit has been kind of broken to an extent. And you know, watching your favorite show the other night, Hard Knocks, and, and guys just talking about how 
um I don't there there's a little not necessarily concern but like a little weirdness to it in the sense that you know they could be entering their first games without getting hit. Um you even heard you even heard Joe Burrow, you know, talking about it as well. I mean, he's a quarterback obviously Bruh. that's different, but he he wants to get hit, but I don't know that hey, he necessarily but but like but like running backs and 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 other guys guys like contact positions guys are you know they're they're talking about the fact that they have not been hit yet you know going they've been into hit. That week one they've been hit they haven't been tackled they've been hit guys have pads on guys are gonna hit the ground they haven't been tackled um and you know what they're gonna be happy that they haven't been hit and they haven't been tackled uh, because you only have so many hits in you yeah. It's <laughs> just bottom line. You only have that was part of the reason why we didn't hit. Didn't I tell you I went through an entire I accomplished an entire training camp. I went through an entire training camp. Five preseason games, the whole camp, and I didn't touch the ground. Yeah. I did and that was a goal of mine. There was no reason for me to hit the ground when it didn't matter. And then you go out and you play because it's what you do. So guys that haven't been tackling, they will tackle on Sunday because that's what they do. It's just how they're wired. Got running backs. They're going to go through it and all these guys talking about, that. you know what, they're looking for contact and they want to get hit and all this stuff. Nobody wants to get hit. Nobody. Stop it. Nobody, <laughs> wants, nobody wants those bruises. Stop it. Um, let, I mean, let's... all that stuff sounds tough and everything. Nobody, yeah. I mean, do, do you learn to like that sting? Yes. Do do you do you mind that sting? No. Are you looking forward to your body getting beaten across, beaten down, and torn apart? Of course not. Those are that's just that's just talk, man. That's just that's just guys just trying to you know just talk talking at talk. Come on, man. Nobody wants to get beaten up. Um, taking a look at this Niners squad, Fred Warner, uh, activated off of the COVID list, so it looks like he's going to be uh-huh. in the lineup on Sunday. Um, it looks like. As of Thursday, Debo Samuel still has not practiced, um, and so that uh, that uh, there was a, an article over on NBC Sports Bay Area. Our buddy Matt Mayoko, we had him on the show earlier this week. Um, you know, perhaps Dante Pettis, right? Maybe this is an opportunity mm-hmm. for him to 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 sort of shine. Um, and but also, you look at Brandon Ayuk as well, and whether or not he's going to be able to go. Um, for one, I'm I'm very. We talked about this right when the injury happened, right? And and and, yeah. D, and Debo was adamant about getting back out there and wanting to be there, this, that, and the other. And at that particular moment, my stance was: you have to protect the player from himself, especially a young player yeah. like Debo. And 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 some of that is just, um, some of it is just just caution, you know, you know, in in a sense. Um, obviously, what Trent Taylor went through last season was, um just astronomical in terms of just the setbacks and the multiple surgeries and things of that nature. Obviously don't wish that upon Debo at all. However, it's a weird bone in, in a sense where like, you know, like it, it, it has to heal, you know, yeah. um, like yeah. you, you can't go out there and, and, and kind of play with it. And so the fact that he could possibly be out there, um, I don't know. I mean, he, he, what are, what are your thoughts that he didn't, has not practiced this week. Um, and as this thing is being, you know, it, 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 as this podcast is being distributed on Friday, not sure what the Friday report is going to look like, but the fact that he did not practice on a Wednesday or a Thursday, is that, it, it, does that make you think any more or less about the fact that he could be out there on Sunday? 
Um, I don't think he's going to be out there uh, if he doesn't continue to practice. Uh, you know, it's it's different. You know, you if you need the rest, you rest. So I don't put a lot into guys practicing or not practicing. But now we're just talking about the injury. And this is and as far as the injury goes, this is my thought on that. If you're healthy, play. If they if he's healthy, they can put him out there. It doesn't matter if he's healthy ahead of schedule or if it took, you know, extra weeks. You know what I mean? Once you test him, if he's healthy, if it's healed, it's healed. You can't you can't um, prepare for what if it's too early? What if it's not ready? It's If it's not healed, you know that, don't play. If it's healed, then... Do you need, well, it's healed. Do I need an extra week? Do I need two more weeks? Do I need a month? You know what I mean? It's healed. If it's healed, it's healed. So if, if when, when the injury has healed itself, you move on and, and you go from there. That's, that's how I look at all of it. That's how I will always look at it. You know me, you've been, we've been doing this long enough now. Um, once you cross the line, you're healthy. Yeah. I, I don't, that, that's it. So when the training staff tells you, that you are healthy enough. The doctors say you're healthy enough to cross the line. Then you're healthy. I'm, I'm not even thinking about it anymore. And you shouldn't as a player. And and I go and I'd say that because as a player, that's how I was. I, I mean, all, all I wanted to know is, okay, this is what happened. This is my injury. Okay. If I play with this injury, what are the consequences? Okay. Once I know that now I make that decision. That, that's it. So now if it's something that I couldn't play with, now, where am I on that scale of rehab? When they say you've recovered, okay, let's go to work. Now, it may hurt, all these type things, but you said I'm healthy. So now it's a question of, of pain management until that pain goes away. That's how, that's how I look at this. That's, for, that's how I feel about it. As for Ayuk, uh, Sacramento B is reporting that he did practice today for the first time Yeah. Uh, since injuring his, his hamstring last month. Um. So that that that's encouraging, but still, I mean, you're talking about a guy who, uh, as of yeah, you look at the 49ers' depth chart, and you can take this for what it's worth, but he's listed as you know third the third wide receiver. Um, so we'll see. I mean, obviously, a lot of things to to look after. I know there was I, one yeah. one point we wanted to touch on with we had Matt Matt on uh, earlier this week um, and Mayoko, and one thing that he said about uh, Kilo Weatherspoon was that he. And it kind of stuck out to me was the fact that, you know, he, you know, once he got benched and, and he went to the coaches and said, all right, look, I'll play special teams, this, that, and the other. Um, but then there was this, like, well, maybe, I told you that. <laughs> maybe nonchalant type of attitude or demeanor he may have had. Like, well, you know, when I, you know, I, I got benched, whatever, no big deal. Um, kind of is, is what is how 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 i took it um and if you guys missed that pod go back and listen to it um matt dropped all kinds of gems but uh, i found that to be profoundly interesting um that he wasn't like enraged or upset like i get it like one to participate on special teams but not being like upset about the fact that you know his job had been taken or he didn't get his job done um that that was you know or, or even 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 if that's not how you feel trying to play it off that way, I, I thought that was bizarre. Uh, okay, so I'm going to go a different route with this. Number number one, when he uh, went to the coaching staff, when all when the press was talking about the fact that he did that and, and he went in and said, let me take his reps and, and you know, and everybody was giving him attaboys. What did I tell you at that time? 
I said. He said he, he better no, he better be going he to better. the special teams. He had no choice. <laughs> he had no choice. He was about to play special teams anyway, so he may as well say, "Guys, I'm ready," because you can you can do it with a frown or you can do it with a smile. But either way, he had to do it because if he can't do that, guess what? He's not on the team. I told you, unless you're the backup quarterback, you you got to be a starter to, to to make an NFL roster to be out there on Sunday. You either starting on offense, you're starting on defense, or you're starting on special teams. That, that's it. You have to be a core guy. So guess what? He was no longer starting on defense. If you're not playing teams, we don't have a need for you. Yeah. So he had no choice but to do that. So now, the, so that's number one. Look, next part. So let's go to the next part of, of what Matt was saying about how he didn't seem upset about it or angry about it. Um how do you have that conversation with the press after you've been benched? Do you act salty? Because that can be perceived One as way. you being yeah. as you being not not being a team player. Not a team guy, yeah. With you being this selfish guy that's pissed at E Man and the coaching staff for benching you because you don't feel like you should have been benched. You can start that narrative and start that conversation. Or you can say, um, you know what, I, I got to accept this. So either way, it's going to – so you can you can look at it like he doesn't care or you can look at it like he's – which I've all – everything that I hear about the guy, he's an intelligent guy. He gets it. He understands the business. He's learning the business, understand the business. He can go say – Hey, man, I screwed it up. I stink. I suck. I don't blame the coaches for doing it. And you know what happens? Tim McDonald told me, hey, man, if you say it's your fault enough times, guess what happens? People start to believe People it's your fault. People start to believe it's your fault, yeah. So those, those are your options. You can, either, you can either say I sucked and I deserve to be benched. You can throw grenades and say they made a mistake. I should be on the field. This isn't fair. I should be playing and not look like the team guy. Or you can say, hey, you know what? I'm just going to do everything I can to help the team. That's what he. That's what he did. So I don't know if I can necessarily. So me personally, I don't know if I can necessarily say that um, the fire isn't there. Uh, I. I just kind of. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can say in that situation. That's why we just said this. What you put on film, that's who you are, and. Until he puts better play on film, more consistent play on film, that's who he is. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Let's take a look at at, at the Cardinals now. Um, Obviously, it's a team that played the Niners tough last year, even though the Niners Uh won both games. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, the big offseason acquisition in the trade. Jordan Phillips comes over from Buffalo. He had nine and a half sacks last year. Uh, you got Patrick Peterson, who 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 said this is the best team he's ever been a part of on paper, which is interesting in itself. Um, they averaged five yards per carry last year, which was second in the NFL. And then also there's this guy named Chandler Jones who had 19 sacks and was second in the Defensive Player of the Year voting mm-hmm. last year. Um, welcome back, Trent Williams. Yep. <laughs> having Thank having you. to go up against having to go up against him. Um, and then Isaiah Simmons. We both talked about him and liked him a lot coming out of the draft. Not sure where he'll play, how they'll use him or whatnot. Um, as far as you know, schematically, um, there's a guy that can play. Pretty much, I mean, every he can play every level, um, and and show the propensity to be able to do that in college. How that translates to the pros, not sure. There's been this thing with uh, quarterbacks over the last couple of seasons, 
Um, their second season as a starter, right? Um, mm-hmm. They're they're up for MVP or win MVP. It happened with Patrick Mahomes last year. It happened with Lamar Jackson. Um, could Kyler Murray be on a similar track too? No, because the Cardinals aren't that good. The Cardinals, the Cardinals aren't the Cardinals aren't that good. Um, whereas you, both of those guys you talked about, they won their division, right? They're they on winning the teams. teams. They're on winning they took, teams. They, they took their teams deep into the playoffs. Part of winning the MVP at the quarterback position is not just your numbers; it's about winning games, um, and it's about um, it, it's it's about getting your team deep into playoff and championship contention. That's number one. The Cardinals aren't aren't that good. The Cardinals are the the, the 49ers are better than the Cardinals. The 49ers, uh, this game shouldn't be close. It, 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 they are better. So Patrick Peterson is talking about on paper. You don't play football on paper. You actually play it on the field. They're going to play it on the field of genes. And when they hit that field, before I expect the 49ers to be able to handle what it is they do. Because you look at the matchups. Football is a game of matchups. Chandler Jones, yes, we know what he did last year. We know he can get out the quarterback. Get off the quarterback. The last time he went up against Trent Williams, he was erased. He was erased. It was almost like he didn't play. I think he, he got like one pressure or something like that. It, it, that, so, so, so that, that's that's what I'm saying. You look at you you just look at the guys ac- across the board and the the things that you want to do. Yes, you got in the passing game. You got to worry about Hop and all these these things. But I know we're talking about Kyler Murray right now. This that team is not going to win their division. That team is not. They're not better than the 49ers. They're not better than Seattle. Um, uh, so so let's just let's just stop there. You're the third best team in your division, but you got the MVP of the league at quarterback. That that doesn't that doesn't equate. So yeah, so no, he's he's not going to win the MVP. I I think um, I mean you have him third. I, I I I'm still not despite all the the pomp and circumstances and all the hype and everything, and even what they showed last season. Uh, I'm still not sure they're not the fourth best team. In, well, well, uh, no, no. Look, look. I said I just stopped right there. I, I just said you know best case scenario. I'm not even trying yeah. to throw the Rams in. I just said there's there's no question. There's nobody on planet Earth that it's today right now is going to say at this point the the Cardinals are better than the 49ers or Seattle. You may you may want to argue the Rams, but you can't argue the first two. So that's what I'm saying. We can stop right there. So if you if you are the third best quarterback. I mean, if you're on the third, you quarterback the third best team in the division. How can you possibly be the MVP of the league? That's right. just not that's not gonna happen. Uh, okay. Um, I was gonna go somewhere else with that, but I'll. Oh, oh I, go ahead. No, no, I, I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure that I even uh believe that. So I'm not even gonna play devil's advocate for that. Um, what Trent Williams playing in his first game since December 30, 2018? He's got to go up against Chandler Jones. Is Hop versus Sherm? Is that? Is that a real thing, considering the Niners scheme and, um, you know, where uh, Hop well, can line know, up and things of that nature? Like, is, is that well, a real thing, or is that is this just something that, you know, is made up for TV? Um, You know, it'll be a real thing when he lines up against him a lot. So, so be, if you just go with recent history, Sherm is going to be lined up at left corner. So that battle between those two guys could be few and far between. It's just a question on how they plan on um, utilizing Hopkins, where they want to line him up. So that's one we'll just have to wait and see. Um, but will there be attention paid to him, whether Sherm is on him or not? That's different. But, but yeah, we don't, you don't go into a game with the Niners looking at it as a, a as a Sherman versus any one. 
type game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like it's Sherm's going to make the plays and, and that he has an opportunity to make, um, regardless of who's that who who that may be against. Um, but no, that's that's just not their scheme. It's not it's not a matchup scheme like that. So you don't really have to. I, I wouldn't really look at it that way. And, uh, and, and you know, and it's it's funny coming coming out of um coming out of there. What's his name? Christian? Is that is that the guy's name? The kid's name that everyone's talking about? Christian Kirk, uh, the receiver. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian Kirk. That's 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 what I'm getting. I talked to I talked to some people over in Arizona um, earlier today, and that and that's the one that they're like. Um, you know, yes, all the buzz is on, all the buzz is with Hopkins, but that that's what they're looking at, and that's what they're thinking about. Yeah, Kirk is their guy. I mean, they, they like him a lot. Cliff Kingsbury has high hopes for him. Um, one thing I, I, I want to – I know you, you're, you're, you talk about the, the, the Cardinals and that, that bird on the side of the helmet and it's cursed and this, that, and the yep. other, and this is a game the Niners absolutely should win, right? Um, but how how could they stub their toe in the opener on Sunday? Like, what what would that look like if the Niners were to do that? Um, well, I think a part of it, if if you go back into it and you actually are caught up in your last year team, this is this mm. is a squad because because what we have to remember, and I, you know, I try to stay out of my feels when we do this. Yeah. Um, I think we do a pretty good job of doing that. Every now and then, I have to get you talk you off the ledge. Yes, but I try to stay out of my fields. And the thing that I, and and the thing that I've said the entire time, you are there. There is no revenge tour. There is no avenging last year's loss. Last year has nothing to do with this season. There is there there. I, Trent Williams does not harbor one bad feeling. Um, that that locker room possesses from last season. He wasn't there. Kinlaw wasn't there. Uh, you know, um, Ayuk wasn't there. It, that has that has nothing to do with them. So if you go into this season not ready to play this season, you can get hit in the mouth this first game. So that's that's the only concern I have. Yeah. I think that you know, yeah, you know? No, yeah, you know, we we were on the the Nothing But Niners podcast earlier this week. Shout out to to Mike uh, for having us on. Um, and yeah, I I I kind of alluded to that in the sense of um, I guess kind of walking back my my original prediction of, of thirteen wins. We kind of threw that out there during the off season, like. Like, cause we've been hearing a lot of that throughout the off season, right? About the revenge tour, about payback, about this, that, and the other. So, like, like I do, like I can see that. Like, I like there could be some times this year you're probably gonna have to talk me off the ledge because I, like, I could see this team <laughs> getting caught up in that, and I think that's a very, very, very uh, tricky situation, a very slippery slope, obviously that you don't want to go down if you're this Niners team, and so I, I um. You know, you you look at the veterans in that room. You look at the team captains that they just announced this week. The seven team captains. You look at Cal Shanahan and and how he's running things and and how uh, he'll he'll you know run this season. Um, I think that's that is definitely something uh, something to watch. Speaking of something to watch, uh, we talked about it earlier. Hard Knocks, the season finale, uh, was earlier this week. You didn't happen to catch any of that, did you, uh, Ed? Uh, you know what? I missed that episode. <laughs> okay, Man, tell, right. tell me about uh, it. No, I mean just 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 checking. Just you know, wanted to make damn sure. Well, I'm not watching hard enough. 
I just wanted to make sure we were all uh, we were still uh, still square, still square. Um, so can I tell you? I didn't even realize it was still on. Yeah, I, th- it, I thought yeah. that was supposed to be like training camp. Yeah, well, yeah. So this year was was different because they actually had two teams. They had the Rams and the Chargers, and they they showcased training camp and all that. But it was the interesting aspect was that there were no games. So that kind of changed like the storylines because the games were always a big part of the storylines and, you know, guys fighting for roster spots, this, that, and the other. So, um, you know, it was, uh, it was very, it was very interesting to watch. There was one episode, um, that I was actually down there when the chargers canceled their practice. Uh, they're, they're supposed to have a scrimmage inside SoFi stadium. They ended up canceling it, uh, the day of. And so there, it, there was one episode, I think it was the episode before last. They had like a inside, uh, peak. They had a team meeting earlier, uh, in the morning and, and they just talked about, you know, some of the social injustices and things uh, of that nature. Okay. And, and George Stewart, uh, long time coach in the NFL. I'm sure you, you probably yeah. crossed uh, yeah. pass with him. A few times. Yeah. 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 I know Stu. He, I know uh, well. he had a very impassioned speech. And so it, all the players talked about it. So it was good to go back and actually watch it and hear what coach Stewart actually had to say. Cause the hard knocks cameras, uh, and stuff were in there. So that, that was a pretty good episode. Um, speaking of episodes, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, ED, but this is our 75th uh, episode. Um, we're, we're building some service time. We're getting closer to our pension, buddy. There, we're, there it is. We're, uh, it. we're getting there. That's all that matters. Getting it, you got to get vested for your pension. That's got, all that matters. Got so, to. That's it. So, uh, yeah. Hopefully, that list will stay with us long enough to get vested. <laughs> that's what's um, we're going to get out of here, but... One thing, what, what what do you have, and, and this isn't a, a, a Niners-Cardinals question, I think this is like an NFL question, in terms of no training camp, things of that nature, and teams seeing each other without really seeing any film, like how, how do you think this first week is going to play out from a scoring standpoint? Like, do you you expect a lot of scoring, or do you expect some low-scoring games this, this first uh, week? Um, I expect, I expect um, high scoring. I, I think – Pretty much the way it was last year, I think you're going to come out and you're going to do the exact same thing. Really? Um, yes. I, I don't think it's going to be – the rules are set up for offenses to score. Very true. So I think it's still it's still going to be the same. That, that They didn't change the rules. Very you true. know what I mean? Very true. So the game the game is still it's still an offensive game. It, it's it's What you have to remember is that the NFL is not a football game. It's a television show. And <laughs> say that again. <laughs> you, have, you guys have to remember that. You got to remember that. It's it, it's you have NFL is a TV show, and people want scoring. They want that excitement. So that's why they have. That's why they changed the rules so that you can get more and more and more scoring. So they didn't. They didn't make anything tougher on offenses this um past off season. So they're going to be ready. Everyone's assuming that they. That, that the teams are all going to take a step back because they haven't had preseason games. Guys, no one shows anything in a preseason game anyway. Yeah, They they do it all during practice. So I expect the offenses to, to do the same thing they've been doing. The good defenses will do what they do. Yeah. yeah now it, it will certainly be interesting to watch football is back. You got the Niners and the Cardinals oh, at the Field of Jeans Sunday, 1.25 p.m. local kickoff. Uh, no fans in attendance, obviously, so all eyes, all of the faithful uh, will be on Fox television as they'll have that one. So uh, we're, we're, we're getting ready to start this 2020 season. Here we go. We are on our way. Uh, ED and I will be back next week t- to break this one down and, and, and to look ahead uh, to week two as well. Um, thank you always uh, for listening. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, download. 
um, hit that like button if, if you're a Spotify listener. Whatever it is that you do that, that says this is good, that gives a thumbs up, make sure you do that. And, and, there and it if, is. And if you got something that, that you don't like about it, make sure you know go ahead and, and, and say that too. We, we, we welcome no, all No, 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 no. Keep that, keep that to yourself. I, I, I welcome the haters, man. I welcome the haters. You know what I mean? No, like, you keep that to yourself. Hate is not a good thing. No? Okay. I tell you all the time to quit hating. <laughs> This is a true story. Don't put that in. Don't put that in. I don't. I, yeah, see, let them know. I tell you all the time. Quit hating. No. Put that po- put positive energy out there. Positive, if you want us positive to, vibes. If you want us to positive be better, flow. if you want us to be better, just put that out there into the universe. Okay. And we'll and and that and that'll make us better. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's, that's kind of what I was alluding to. The, the constructive criticism is kind of what there I was uh, what I was alluding to. Uh, hit us up on social media. I'm at rhaylock <laughs> on Twitter. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore and on the old Instagram. I'm at Watch Ray and he's at underscore Bump and Run. Well, for my partner, Super Bowl champion Eric Davis, I'm Rashawn Haylock. This has been the Believe in 49ers podcast. Enjoy week one. We will see y'all next week. Peace. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.